Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are these on? They are on. Hello. How are you today, dear? I'm fine. That round there, I'm not quite sure. Oh, Oh, wow. wow, Bang. I got a lot of liquids. A lot of liquids. I'm in a fringe fury already. Oh, why? We got genuinely that bus. I can't bear it. I won't be able to do that every day. Getting the bus in. I live in South Queens Ferry, which is about 10 miles north of here, and the bus normally takes about 30, 35 minutes, Uh an hour and a half. of constant people getting on the bus going, where does this bus go? Oh, God, fucking Edinburgh, says it on the front. Yeah, but you shouldn't go on buses. It just <sighs> facilitates the poor. Of course yeah. they're going to ask questions. It's so ridiculous. I'm very cross. Because I then, thought, I'll get the bus, and then I thought, bitch, please. No. Because as you know, I'm super, I'm getting my monkeypox vaccine today. This has been day three about talking about it. I thought you were it. having it yesterday. They had to shift it, unfortunately, because the Rome team, whoever they are, I'm sure they're in a murder mystery Scooby-Doo van down at Silver Nows. Mm. Um, they had no vaccines left. And I just thought to myself last night, I thought, it has to happen today. I cannot afford to ruin my epidermis. I cannot be Gabriel. No, but also... There is Not this, doing it. So Not doing it. Gabriel. Is there a run on um, on vaccines then for the pox? I'm sorry, what? Is there a run on the vaccine? Is it is it a popular Oh, God, one? yeah. The homos are going wild. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. What happens if, so today? So this is your third attempt? Yeah, today, and if not, I'm calling in my, my brief. I'm calling in my legal team. Oh, right. And I'll get injected <laughs> with something, whether it's the vaccine or something else, I don't care. I just want a needle in my arm. Is, is the... <laughs> that's a whole different story. Um, is the Oh, God, not for that. No, right. I'd like a needle in my arm of, like, quick recipes. I that haven't kind of thing. Um, read up on the mon- monkeypox and what it does to you. I don't think it's aimed at you, because you're not a bummer. No, but I can do... You can monkeypox wouldn't live in you for fear of what it might catch. But this dick... It, <laughs> yeah, it's probably avoided me like the plague. But why... <laughs> no, monkeypox, anybody can get it, because it's infectious. If somebody's got it, you, sh- you can get it from it. It's yeah, not... Apparently... It's not oh, my God, do you know not, anything about it? These just seem to be very aggressive statements. It's not sexually transmitted, is it? Apparently it is. Not that I'm having sex, obviously. I just <laughs> want to be... I want to be prepared. I just... I can't have lumps on my skin. I spend so much on facials and Botox. I'm just... I'm not doing it. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. So it's not really from a health perspective. It's a vanity perspective. A vanity project. Yes. Oh, no, well, that's a show that we won't promote, actually. It's on in this venue at 4.30. That into some podcast chart that they made up. Right, now, with a very full show, should we begin? We should, darling, yes. yes. We, I saw who was all coming in and I thought, oh, that's nice, this could be a lovely Well, you did. Now, chat. you need a way, don't you, Glenn? Yes. So we've got Glenn Moore with his Glenn O'Clock News. Glenn, can you Glenn come up to the up stage? Glenn, up your pop, come and see us, darling. I'm presuming he's a him. Are you a him? 
Are you a hem? A hem? It's a hem. A hem, not like a churchy song, but it's a hem. Nice, it's nice to see. I've seen just huge posters of you everywhere. Oh. So, yes, look good. at you. Good, that's, that's, that's a good thing. It I is hope. a fantastic I hope for thing. for me. I mean, yeah. not, for, not necessarily for other people if they No, I think it's a fabulous thing, but yes. Don't you uh-huh. think it is a good thing for other people that you don't like? But what? it's a constant reminder. Yes. Mm. I'm living rent-free on their wall. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Now, have you set a date? I know you're recently engaged, but have you set a date for the wedding? No, not yet. We're no. looking at next year in yes. the winter. Oh, in the winter? Yeah, oh, you're you know going why? to be because a Christmas bride. Well, not like a Christmas, because we thought that's quite basic bitch, but we thought like... Oh. But also, the weather in the UK is so shit that you can't reliably have a nice sunny day like today. Yep. On a, and so we just thought, well, let's just make sure it's entirely indoors. Like this, windowless. Yep. Soulless. Yeah, Audienceless. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know this room has seen a lot of dog shit wedding receptions, don't you? Well, and shows. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I think it would house a very nice Kaylee. Yeah, possibly. Do you? Yeah, you could do the Gay Gordons up and down here. Well, I'm sure you could, hence the vaccine. <laughs> so, and who are you marrying? Uh, I'm marrying a, uh, a comedy writer called Katie. A woman? Yes. You threw me with basic bitch, now yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> okay. So Katie writes comedy? Yes, she does. Do, yeah, yeah. do you collaborate together? No. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, we do when sort of pitching stuff and stuff like that, but she writes on sort of panel shows and things like that. Ah. So she writes sort of separately from ah, people. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And what can and people expect in the Glen O'Clock News? What, what nuggets are you giving them? Is it your take on the world? Is it factual information? N- Is it fake news? I hope it's fake. It's specifically fake news. Oh, thank I find, God. Yeah, I was never really good at talking about real life stuff. I found it mm. made me really, really sort of panic on stage because I, I was so certain I was a really boring individual that I was like, well, no one would have any interest in anything about my own personal life. And I just thought, if you make it up, no one <laughs> Judges you. No one knows. No, so, were you a boring child? Oh, tremendously so. Oh, I think that dear. should be pretty evident. It's my first time wearing shorts. That's how dull we're talking. And how old are you? Thirty-three. I'm thirty-three. Yeah. My God, That's it's taken all these years. Uh, no, some of us do our research. <laughs> yes. is, it, is it on my press release? It's the gift of insomnia. Is yes. Is that the only selling point I've got? I'm my review is just he's thirty-three. He's thirty-three in, in his shorts. <laughs> but a finely turned-out leg. I'm enjoying the nautical look. Did you throw this together? Do you have a stylist? Um, I only have so I have, uh, my, my girlfriend acts, uh, and, and when I previously had housemates, they would act as stylists only because I'm severely colorblind and I would have to have people choose my clothes for me so I didn't clash. So what is colorblind doing? Is that when you confuse, it's, is it it's blue confu- and green? It confuses exactly. I think people usually think it's like, oh, you see something that's blue and you go, that's bright orange and it's like, it's not no, what it is at all. No. It's like you see something like this and I'd be like, right, I've narrowed it down to either blue or purple. I just can't work out. Which? Oh, so it's a bit like colour dyslexia. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's yeah. Ki- yeah, and it's a bit like when you see someone like Chris Pine and you go, that's either Chris Evans or Chris Pine. I know that's one of the- It's that, but with colours. Are you a pine nut or a cumberbitch? I'm a cumberbitch. Are you a cumberbitch? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't like his face. Oh, no, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I hate his face. Oh, oh my God. God. However, I would throw about. the... Actually, Pine, Chris Pine, was he the one in Star Wars? Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. I have met him really? completely by accident in the Soho house in New York many years ago. Was he nice? I don't know. I was in blackout and I was told that I met him. <laughs> so it was nice. I was speaking to a Russian photographer who just had a fight with Naomi Campbell. I think you know where my attention was. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hello. Thank you for playing. Come on, more, more, more. Is that how do your friends reassure you that you've had a good night out when you've completely blacked out and you wake up the next morning and they go, you met Tom Hanks. He really liked you. No, I'm not really you interested in what people impression. say the next day. I mean, if they give me the information, that's fine. But I don't live by it. Fair. You know. 
It could be a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. How are you finding, you, we're a weekend, and how are you finding the festival? Is it exceeding expectations? Is it already breaking you? I, How's your mental health? I hate the Edinburgh Fringe. You hate I it. Hate, I hate it so much. How many have you done? This is my fifth show. Oh. So I did 2016 through to 2019. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, legally couldn't do the last couple of years. And, uh-huh. then, uh, and then, so this is the first time back. And I, I haven't missed the sort of residual anxiety I had. The moment I stepped off the train, I thought I was going to have a panic attack. As soon as I smelt that sort of hoppy Edinburgh Yes, ham, no, you know, absolutely coming from Frankton Bridge. That, yeah. um, I just immediately started to panic. And the thing is, I'm having a perfectly nice time this year. The show's been, the audiences have been so nice. I'm having a very pleasant time. Nothing has gone wrong, but I'm just like, right, so when's my heart going to get broken? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. when's so it going like, to happen? So I'm, already, so like, I'm tense because of that. That's the only reason I dislike it. Other than that, the people are lovely. The atmosphere's great. I just, um, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I understand that. I love the amount of people that do literally put themselves through Edinburgh, like it's a kind of you yeah, know, just just get through it and threshold. try and go on holiday afterwards. I mean, no. I mean, you, I mean that's like a big reward at the so end of it. For something that you're not necessarily that keen on, what do you hope to get out of it? You, you know, you're putting through this S and M kind of thing for a month. <laughs> what are you hoping to get out of it? I think it's good motivation to write a show in the first place. Having a strict deadline where you're like, right, there's going to yeah. be people reviewing you. Your, your show is going to get marked basically, mm. Mm. and it's like your A levels, but the rest of the country can read your results because they're on the internet. <laughs> so you go, right, I have to, I have to write a show right. I th- because my my tour show starts like a week after Edinburgh. Uh. This gave me way better motivation to write a show that I was happy with and stuff than if I'd just started in like Reading. Nothing against Reading. I mean, it's interesting. Do reviews bother you? Do you want them? I've just seen Reese. somebody said to me this morning, Fringe Monkey, I've not heard of it, but Fringe Monkey is doing... I'm vaccinated against them. But just seems to be going to all the shows and just annihilating it for fun. Who's Fringe Monkey? It's it's, it's just a Twitter account. For some reason it's like hooked up to that list where you can see everyone's reviews basically but it so feels like, like they, they deliberately want to find fault so it's like so so if you've got somebody that you know is coming to the show whether they enjoy it or not you know that they're going to go it was shit I think sometimes it's good sometimes a review is good when you see it when you spot because the thing is because by the time you come to the fringe you've practiced your show so much uh-huh. it's completely in your head and you can't you, you can't step outside of your show and go, what's good about this and what's bad about this? Mm-hmm. And it is actually sometimes really helpful when you really review and if it's got one bit and they go, oh, the one bit I didn't like was this, you go, oh, fuck, of course. Mm. Of mm. course I should change it. And that sort of thing is quite useful. But um, the idea just terrifies, the idea of reviews terrifies me. Mm. Especially when you think, if it's a big reviewer and you think more people will read that review than will see my show. So more people in the world will form a judgment on my show based on something they've read, and that's completely out mm. of my hands. It's completely the lack of control element that terrifies me. And, and that's, that, that, yeah, I'm really scared about that. But I think as well, though, I mean, we do think that everybody, and people do read it, but then instantly forget it. Do you know what I mean? Well, Chortle's yeah. the one with the industry where everybody goes, oh my God, I've got a dreadful Chortle review, and everybody goes and reads it. But then you forget. I forget who's Because every day reviews. there's a new batch of like yeah. five reviews. So yeah. why would you? But I do like, I mean, it is my sort of guilty pleasure. I do love reading a bad review. See, that terrifies me even more. <laughs> I was so happy knowing that, oh, people don't really care about the views. Jojo here is fucking reading every single bit. Oh, I'm scouring. Well, judgments on comedians who's never going to see for the one and two, two stars. Are I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, well, I absolutely oh love it. Oh, my God, I couldn't be bothered. It's the same way I love watching people die on stage. Absolutely adore it. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I look forward to? Going home and catching up on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I'm a season behind. I, think I like to do something proper with my time, not revel in other people's misery. No, I think I don't think it's reveling. I think it's that sense I think of... It is. That, no, I think it's for, but for the grace of God. It's like, it's like anything. It's like you'd rather it happen to someone else to have, happen to yourself. Yeah, and also, if it ever has happened to you, yeah, you know, which of God, course it's it happened has. to someone else. Yeah. It's happened to... Thank yeah. God. 
Of course, don't be silly. But the, the whole thing about reviews is it's one person's point of view, mm. you know, and it's so subjective. And I always think if you get something good out of it, then you've got something to put on a poster. And if it's bad, more net, and then yeah. move on. That's sort of like good reviews are useful and bad reviews don't actually change the world. No. All. They don't at all. But it is funny that you could go from a whole day of getting, you know, three or four really decent reviews. You'll get one and you'll believe the one that's bad. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's all you care about. I really want to start doing to people I don't like, going up to them and going, hey, how you do- heard about your... Oh, no, you're not reading reviews, are you? Oh. And then just, yeah, that would be a really oh, good thing. Oh, really brilliant. bitchy thing to do, but I'd never have the guts to do to anyone, but I think it would really ruin it. Oh, <laughs> I think we should meet for a drink. I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be your wing woman person. It's thing. No, that's fabulous. That's really oh, that's mean. nice psychological I would never do warfare. That. Yeah. I'd never do that. Oh, would you, why? I don't have the guts. <laughs> why? I couldn't do it. I honestly... Uh, I'm, the, um, the amount of people that's maybe... It's, uh, a different kind of thing but the amount of people that go to me you doing anything during the fringe and I'm like no and then I you're not doing your podcast with George and I'm like so you know I'm doing a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. why are you asking <laughs> and then someone went are you doing your wee chat show and I said no and if you want your teeth I'd move away <laughs> so no I think you should do that I, I think that would be good I just not confrontational the most confrontational I can be oh, I'm not like confrontational dry. you can just slip it in that again, you can just slip it in and go, rude. oh, hi, oh, you're not reading it. Very wise, toodles. <laughs> and just move on. <laughs> move on. See how quick that was? <laughs> yeah, you're very good at the old slipping it in. Yeah, oh, it's all, absolutely. It's, it's, it's all yours. You use it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm definitely Now, where are you have, torturing yourself every day? What room uh, are you doing uh, it? At, at the cabaret bar in Pleasance Courtyard. Oh, very it's nice. It's a lovely room. It's, it's so, so nice. And the staff are lovely. The room itself is really nice. It's nice to be in a room that... It would convincingly be a comedy club any other night of the year. Right, That's yeah. nice. That yes. feels nice. I mean, because like the first few years you do the fringe, the first, especially the first few years I did, you'd be in sort of like a really damp cave or something, and you sort of go all like. And sometimes even the bigger rooms, you sort of peel back the sort of black sort of stage curtain. There's like a basketball hoop, and you go, "Wait a second, what?" I remember seeing Reginald D. Hunter the first time I came to the fringe about 12 years ago, just like a, as a student. And I was like, "Wow, this is an amazing." They've got so many like stadiums in Edinburgh, and it was like we oh. were we were in a swimming pool. But I just yeah. didn't realise. They jazz them up so well. They do jazz so them up. is the cabaret bar, is that the kind of main one as you go in on the left? Yes. Yeah. Because I remember doing something for students where I was dressed as Anne Robinson with red pants on my head because I couldn't afford a wig and did a kind of weakest link thing for charity. Mm. I mean, it was pish. <laughs> yes, because the students use it and, and they run nights in there kind of all year round and stuff. So mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. It's a great venue. Although I was toasting this So You Think You're Funny Heats last night and there were some people in that were performers and I said, oh, what's the name of your show? I'll give it a plug. And they said, the importance of being earnest. And I said, where are you on Pleasance? And I went, oh, you, need, you don't need a fucking plug. Yeah. You must have money. So, yeah, it was a bit mean. Fuck that. <laughs> Have you played the Pleasance before? Yeah, Cabaret Bar last last. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Before that, I was at the Tron for a few years. And how did you find that? I loved the Tron. Right. Again, like an actual like. The only thing is, I think so. I I I don't think I'm very tall. I'm six foot three. Uh-huh. I think that's a normal height. Yes. But the room, once you're on the stage, is six foot two, and I had to do the show ever so slightly like. Oh ever, no. Like I just had to lose my neck every day. Um, and oh, like Claire really, Balding. Yeah, and, that was, and, I, and, I already, and I already look enough like Claire Balding. That do you know, I actually, did, yeah. there is a similarity. Yeah. Yeah. All you need <laughs> is a lovely sateen pussy bow blouse. Yeah. <laughs> and I just can't stop talking about Because you horses. do have similar kind of it's layered exactly hair the same to her. Hair. I bring in a photo of her to the hairdressers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you a fan? Of 
Claire Bol- what would I be a fan of? I, mm. I, I, I mean, she's good, she's great, but I'm not. Um, it was funny. Who was it? That I didn't said- have posters of her on my wall. Right. Okay. No. 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 And I think for any young lady growing up, that's quite correct. <laughs> uh, no. What was it? Someone said that Les Mis was the life story of Claire Balding, or was it Miserable Les? Which kept me amused for hours, honestly, <laughs> because it was childish, and I'm not a fan of the lesbians. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, but you know me and Fanny well, bangers. We've never got on. We discussed this before. No, I. It's not that I'm not a fan of the lesbians. They don't like me. We've I don't think it's just lesbians that don't like you, Jojo. No, I there think a list yeah, now? market traders, <laughs> <laughs> farmers, Claire Balding fans, that kind of thing. Glenn, what time can we see you at the Pleasance Cabaret Bar? Uh, I'm on at four o'clock every day. Four uh, o'clock. Yes, yeah, which four is a nice time. I thought I was. Uh, it's a sort of thing. When you tell people who aren't involved in the fringe that you're on at four p.m., they think your career is going really badly. No, but it's the new. It's the new nine o'clock. It's the new, nine it's o'clock. new eight nine it's o'clock. Really o'clock nice. the four Everyone's five had o'clock. maximum one drink. Yeah. They've already seen like one show. They're yeah. warmed up. They're good to go. It's nice. Ah, have you have you done late night before? Not that late. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I did the first year I was up at the Fringe. I did three shows. I did one at one thirty in the afternoon, uh-huh. one at seven, and then at one thirty in the morning. So oh, twelve no. hours between the two. No. And the one thirty p.m. one was not. No. Trying to fly people on Calgate at one thirty. No. When they Especially can't breathe. if you're trying to sell your show at a pick of the Fringe in the evening. Oh, Those yeah. people, the different people that are out at night that go to shows during the day, so you're marketing to the wrong people. I always think that people will walk towards a midnight show and that would be their cutoff. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'd go any further. I did a chat show once at the stand and it was at half one. And I did one of them and said, I can't do that. It's just, it's, it's, it was just depressing. Mm. Because you had people out of their minds on drugs. Yeah. Or people would come in for like a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Or to touch themselves in the toilets. Oh, no one did that. If they hadn't pulled. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, my days. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Well. Um, but yes, the, I, I still think the sort of midday, one o'clock in the afternoon stand-up has never really worked. I think that it worked one year, I think. Somebody did. Oh, Bridget Christie, I think she did it at midday. <sighs> and so there was like, oh, that's the time yeah. the stand-up works. And it kind of caught fire. And then everybody thought, no, it's a ridiculous idea. It attracts a very elderly audience. Yeah. And I find, from doing an early show a few years ago, that was tough, having an elderly audience. Because the next year, I remember turnover was higher than I would have liked. Yeah, I remember doing an early show at the stand in stand two. Mm. And there was people, and it was all stairs to get up there. So I don't know how they got the electric wheelchairs up, but they managed. I don't know if there was a ramp or whatever. There's a Stena thing. Oh, there's a Stena thing. And these people were able to release themselves and they were just moving around like, you know, I don't know, whatever else. And they were eating crisps. And I spent the whole time running after people in a cylindrical room and electric wheelchairs, confiscating McCoy's. You're making too much noise. I don't mind if you have to zip about you know if you're bored that's fair enough but we need silence yeah so yeah it's, it's not for everyone performing in the afternoon no but no. 4, 4 p.m it works nice. for you it works for me and if anyone wants to pop in and watch the show or as you said have a wank it's um oh i didn't say that i said touch themselves in toilets i'm aware my family <laughs> listened to this but thank you it's been lovely to speak to you claire you can we have a round of applause Thank you, my darling. You. Good luck with the show. Try, yes, try not to self-harm. Because you you're it. you're an afternoon person, aren't you? What time's your offering on? I'm at 4.45. 4.45. Four sportsman, right, so okay. they, did, they have the heating on the day before yesterday, which made everybody pass out. Because my show is growing old disgracefully, it is very much the same, gathering a more mature crowd. A mature audience. Oh. Uh, but is that what you're playing to? Is that yes. what you want to play to? Yes. 
Yes? Yes, inspire yes. them all to leave their husbands. Oh, right. Okay, well, that's nice. Jamie, are you ready? Are you Are you okay? Are you Are you good? Is my microphone working? Yes? Yes, yes. absolutely. Can we have a round of applause for our next... Mine's no, gone mine's off. gone What's off. Happened? What's going What's on? Happened? Oh, there we go. What's oh, happened to me? Oh, the cost of living well. crisis, honestly. Right, can we have a round of applause for our next guest? Come along, come along. Hello, dear. Maybe it's on a battery power or something. How lovely to see you. Are you well? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. How are, and you? How, are you coping with this heat? Because I'm already passing no. out and dehydrated. Yeah, I can't take the heat at no. all, honestly. It's I am dreading. And I never, I've never learned how to dress for the weather because I... Well, this is not summer attire, yes. What I would say is, though, and I'm, I'm sure you, she has managed to team her socks to her blouse. Yes. Which oh. not many people do, but I, I'm here for it. Are you, are you approving? Yeah, I've no, done that a little well, bit. Oh, well, you've done, oh my God. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was purely accidental. Yeah, yeah. I, I've teamed my wrists with my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've done. Oh, that's good. Was, was this a deliberate... No, no, it wasn't part? actually, but yeah. Thanks. Yes, I wouldn't yeah, have noticed that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm up for it. I think that's yeah. good. I'd get that on your Instagrams. You've, you've started something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, we should. Yeah, matching socks. Although there's a thing that with non-matching socks, isn't there? Odd socks for Down syndrome day. That's what it is. Oh, right. Oh, like jeans right. for jeans? Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> Odd socks. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you like a trainer sock? I do, actually, from time to time. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. just depending on your mood. Yeah. If you're feeling a bit flirty and yeah, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going out with your ankles <laughs> to the sun. I do have to check that people are wearing trainer socks. I kind of like, I get really like pranged out if people aren't wearing socks at all. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, that no, that. see, it's unforgivable and it's, I think it's unsafe because you get all sort of rubbing yeah. your heels and, yeah, yeah. I can't abide people. So you're not a fan socks. of a slimline chino that comes to the ankle and a loafer oh. and a nude foot? No, don't like it. There's, there's got to be a sock there. Really? Mm. Yeah. Even if it's one of those tiny, <laughs> tiny, almost like a lady's pop sock things. <laughs> well, I want to just be able to see a little bit of sock. Do you know what I mean? You just want to see a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not a full song. No. <laughs> Just Almost of... sounds a kind of fetish. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah. Would sorry. you ever go up to someone and say, "Are you wearing socks?" Because I feel very uncomfortable. If I knew him, I would. I would call my mates out if they weren't wearing socks. I think. Do you do you hang with any of the loafer crew that like a, a a nude foot? Occasionally, yeah. It's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, it's... it is a look that's never taken off, but people will persist with it. Yeah. Well, they do, particularly if they take them off and there's an odor eater in the shoe. <laughs> or if they can often odor. crumble. Well, mm. that's the thing. Because that's... the socks must soak up. The order. I think How the do fuck have we got onto this? Do you yes. spray your feet? <laughs> do I what? Do you spray your feet? No, should I? Yeah. Mm. I'm not saying they smell at anything, but I mean, it's something to think am about. I, I think it's a good thing. No, you, am I the only person who doesn't. You don't. Do, uh, just a straw poll, do you spray your feet? Good, yes. Really? That's why they're yes. sitting so far away from these guys. That's why. <laughs> yes, but these two ladies were trying to get it on in a yeah. communal bathroom earlier and I, to pull them out. I moisturise my feet probably more than I moisturise my face. Well, <laughs> I would love if I saw more of your feet. <laughs> so, the, so what kind of moisturiser do you put on? Um, foot balm. Foot balm, oh, yeah. that's nice. And then I stick my feet in those little um, shoes that have got moisturiser in them. And they all slide about, and it's nice. Do you know what? I think we're going to move on from feet, okay. because I think we're off topic. Yeah. <laughs> How are you enjoying Edinburgh, whether you have feet or not? <laughs> have you ever considered removing your feet and having them replaced with casters? That's <laughs> not a bad shout. Uh, no, I was thinking about that the other day. I thought, I can't walk anymore. Yeah. I know I should be grateful. I still can walk after everything mm. I've been through. But I just thought, by God, the freedom just to be pushed and hurled. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, would you? I would. I yeah. would. Maybe we should do it together. 
I'm up for that. After this. Although yeah. I've al- already, because you're at the Pleasance, because I can see from around your neck, casters yeah. would not work on those cobbles, dear. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, I never thought about that. Mm. Yeah. Thought about that. What time are you on? I'm on at ten past seven. Right, and how do you find that three hours after Claire Balding? Do you get a lot of her fans <laughs> that can't oh, get yeah. in to see her? Yeah, massive crossover. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been it's been fun so far. Actually, it's been the shows have been have been good. It's uh-huh. been fun. And the what's it all about? Tell us what it's all about. It's it's all about my. It's all about being a teenager at school, mm. right? And it's all about my first crush. Um, and I started to impress her. Um, I started a really bad emo band with all of my friends. Um, and it's kind of playing clips from the band and stuff like that and just basically reveling in how awful we were, basically. And I don't want to spoil but did it work? We did it know. work? Did it well, work? that's a bit of a spoiler, spoiler. to be yeah. but I yeah. thought <laughs> I might just be digging yes. But yeah, yeah. No, mm. no, but yeah. And uh, just generally just talking about being like an awkward, weird little boy at school as well, which I, I definitely was. Were you? Were you a bit of a geek? A proper geek, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proper weirdo. But we, you'd mentioned Chortle earlier. Did you not win a Chortle comedy competition? Was no. it the Chortle one? No, no. Was it another to, one? I got to the semi-final. A se- <laughs> so a semi-final of a Chortle one? Yeah. Mm. So I was right with fucking Chortle. Don't you judge me. <laughs> For I goodness cr- sake, I, a I, semi-final. I mean, that's better than winning, actually. Yeah. You don't have the pressure well, of carrying around the Chortle brand. Actually, we were talking about this last night. The people that have gone on to have really huge success in, in comedy, like the Millicans and the Bridges and all that kind of stuff, Rod Gilbert's, they didn't ever win at those competitions. Mm. They were runner-ups. That's why I decided not to win. Yeah, that's Although I, I also think, yeah. didn't become runner-up. So <laughs> no, I think I think it's. I think that's. Yeah, you don't want to win them because they're bad for your career. No, I yeah. think you do want. To, I think if you're going to enter into a competition, you want to win the competition. Mm. My God, I have a friend who entered a competition. She's still talking about it twenty years later. <laughs> I won't name her, Michelle McManus. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so unbelievably boring. Could you well, imagine? I, I mean, it's bad enough. It's bad enough that she won the competition. Can you imagine if she didn't win the competition? <laughs> good. I have no career because I didn't win the competition. Yeah. I have no career because I won the competition. It's bizarre. Yeah, comedy competitions. I, I've never met a single comedian who doesn't have this story where they'll be like, yeah, I, got, I was in the semi-final of a comedy competition and I like objectively got more laughs than anyone else and I still <laughs> didn't get through. And that story has never been interesting to hear from no, anyone. Never, but I, I never. don't know anyone who doesn't have that story. It's generally. like anything. If you go enter a competition, you do really well, then competitions are great things. If you enter one and you go badly, you just think, oh, they're a crock of shit. They well, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Sounds anyway. a bit like reviews. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I... Okay. Have you entered a competition? I did. I've been the British Comedian of the Year, didn't I? Last, was that last year? Right. Got yeah. to the final. Didn't win. Congrats. Well, all the best ones. Yeah, thank exactly. you, yeah. Didn't so win. So when's your actually, arena tour? I absolutely died in my arse. It was <laughs> a, a thing of beauty. Oh, so, nice. yeah, it was, yeah. To do that, to, to, if you're going to have a bad gig, and, you know, the longer you do this career, the less the often it happens, mm-hmm. really. Um, but it does still, every now and again, one comes and absolutely bites you on the arm. <laughs> but you hope that it'll just be in some little room above a pub somewhere. No, I decided <laughs> to have a honker of a gig at the comedy store in London in front of however many hundreds of people in industry. Nailed it. <laughs> was it really that bad? Because I remember yes. you phoning the next day and you said, oh, that's bad. It was. I sh- said, oh, I'm sure it I'll was. I'll tell you how I bad was it was. trainer <laughs> socks. I'll I'm tell you how bad it was. A friend of mine was so convinced I would get to the final. Listen, I love her. Uh, she'd bought a ticket to the final before I'd even got through to the semi-final. So she, I, she loves me. Faith. Faith. So she came down and uh, and she was at the, she was there, and it 
it did not go well. And she was, you know, she didn't go, oh, never mind. But she was, we got the train back the next day. And there was a couple of people got on the train, a couple of women. And I'd started chatting to them and they were roaring, laughing, blah, blah, blah. And my friend Kathy went, oh, now you've decided to be funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just talking to a couple of women on the train. Oh I went, all oh, right, yeah, fuck How off. do you feel when you've got friends and watching? Do you encourage that? No, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just a weird, but I don't like having anyone I know no, in the no. audience. No, it's just, too much pressure. Yeah, and also they know, you know, they know what's true. They know what's exaggerated, yeah. what's a lie. Yeah, you know, I just like a room full of strangers. Do mm. you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, the admiration of strangers. We don't want anything from the people that actually love yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like when people want to come to gigs and you think, oh, I don't want to babysit you. Like, go away. Because yeah. they're like, where's the bar? And it's like, yeah. oh, it's over there. You're yeah. now blind. Like, I hate you. It is quite selfish. I'm exactly the same. You know, if people sort of meet you before a gig I'm or so after. I'm sorry. Oh, that is so oh my God. Yeah, I think it's Claire Balding. It's Chortle. Think, oh you no, did answer win. It. I'm, answer I'm in the it, final wildcard. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> no, just, sorry. I think that has been our first phone call on the podcast. You, know you it should have answered it. It was silent, but that was actually an alarm. So it kind of. Oh. And I'm really sorry about that. Don't apologise. No, we like things going wrong. Right. <laughs> well, we like our careers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you still enthusiastic? Are you still passionate about your career? Or are you somewhat jaded? I am a bit jaded, I think, but I, I do enjoy it. Like, I really like comedy, but I like, yeah. we've got, I just like doing the things that I want to do, if that mm. makes sense. I just like, just don't really do gigs that are like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't, the ones that you have to go and schlep however yeah, many yeah. hundreds of miles well, for it's 50 quid. I don't mind travelling, yeah. like, I don't mind that, but like, you know, like, like promoting myself and stuff, I'm really mm. bad. Mm. I shouldn't really say that, I guess. But, um, yeah. No, but I think we all are. I absolutely hate it. It drives Bruce mad. I, yeah. I hate asking for anything I hate. Sort of it's it's funny because yeah. she's just agreed with a friend who's a semi-promoter in London to help promote their acts <laughs> uh, up here when she should be promoting us. <laughs> what so, have I done? Oh my God, you've not followed the conversation again. No, I know. Oh, honestly, I'm saying that you were helping Julia out promoting people, oh, but yes. you won't promote this. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. That, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm useless at it. I'm absolutely yeah. useless at it. But. Can I ask, how, so did you say you were emceeing so you think you're funny? Yeah. Yesterday. How was yeah. that? that it, must was, it was all right, actually, because, do you know what I mean? These people are quite, a, it's, a, it's a competition for new acts and they could, you know, do seven minutes or something. Yeah. So there was eight of them. And that way before, you kind of, it's a bit like doing the Red Roar, the new act nights in any of the clubs and stuff. You kind of go, all oh, right, you know, what happens if one of them absolutely bombs? Mm. I'll have to do a bit and tidy up. I remember a Red Roar where somebody had stunk the room out <laughs> and I just grabbed the mop from the back cupboard and went back on stage and went, oh, just, <laughs> just, have, just have a little mop up here. But they were all, actually, I mean, they weren't brilliant, but who is in their first yeah. seven minutes? Um, but you know, there was a couple of really good standout ones. Nice. And a chap called Ben Pollard went through to the finals. Oh, Great. Yeah. Is he related to Sue? Sue? No. 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 Oh, well, actually, I don't know. You I don't didn't ask know. Him. You won't she know does. who Sue is. How old are you? I'm 27. No, that's ridiculous. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's quite, that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember I met Sue Pollard. Do you know who Sue Pollard is? Heidi, hi. She's an actress. And I remember she came up to me, hello! Do you want a photo taken with me? I went, no, and I don't want you spitting on me either. Fuck off. Um, so that was me and Sue Pollard. She carries a party popper around with her at all times. Does she? Really? Yeah, I know. Could you imagine that in your social circle? You'd stab them. You would. You'd be like that right in the face. Shut up. <laughs> Has she ever let off the party popper? Yeah, she does, because she sees life as a celebration. Do you know who this woman is? 
You must no. Google. She is crazy. Okay. She, when Big Brother was on, she was always on Big Brother's bit on the side. And she's one of these women that likes to wear all of her clothes at once. So <laughs> she'll have like ski pants and a fur coat and then, you know, squirrels and caravans coming out of her hair as some kind of fascinator. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a British icon. Um, and she's she's crazy. She was in a holiday camp sitcom many years ago uh, playing a chambermaid. Mm, and I don't okay. think she ever got over the fact it was taken off the air. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh. She hasn't ever done any of those sort of I'm a celeb to get me out of fear or those kind I of I think because she? she's in agreement to do them before they're even conceived. They're like, mm, even that's a bit desperate, you know. <laughs> yeah. she, like she's a couple of rungs down from Christopher Biggins because <laughs> Christopher Biggins is normally there before you have an idea of what's absolutely. going on. Absolutely. Would you do any of those kind of Strictly Come Dancing or have oh. I got news? Yes, yeah, you would. I wouldn't, to get me I, wouldn't out of there. I wouldn't do Strictly. Why? Because I've got. Dance? I can't dance. Well, Kay Adams that's the fun is of doing it. it. Yes. I don't think she can dance. She's a very good friend of mine. I <laughs> did say to Kay Adams, was she going to be as bad as Judy Murray? And she said she thought she might be. Oh, really? well. Proud Judy day Murray for Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I do mm. like. I do. I, I'm a celebrity. I mean, I've not been asked, but I mm. would do that. I, obviously, I've not been asked. Uh, do you know I did get asked or um, to go on celebrity eating with my ex and I was well keen for that oh, wow. but, and I messaged my ex and she went you're not a celebrity so that was sort of the end of that but that would have been fun but you though. would have been a celebrity Do after that because you've only yeah. wanted to go on one of those piece of shit shows yeah. and you could be opening littles all over the country yeah. well do you know what the idea that we had was me and my friend Katie who's also a comedian we were going to go on it and we would just say the pretend most, pretend we were a oh, couple right, okay. so we oh. could just say the most horrible stuff to each other it's a live on the show. We'd just be like, why did you sleep with my mum? <laughs> She'd be like, why did you kill my dog? <laughs> oh, that, you should do that. We Go back, do that. get back to them and just make it up. Is it yeah, yeah. Andrew Maxwell that does the voiceover for that? I think it is. Might oh, be, is yeah. it? Yeah. Because Andrew Which Maxwell did Jungle, didn't he? Mm. Is that Andrew? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a bit creepy. A man in his late 40s is doing a voiceover for under 30s <laughs> and dates. Because <laughs> I saw, are you a Drag Race fan? No, no, you it. should be. You're yeah. really missing out. Yeah. Um, Tia Coffey was on that, just making a holy show of herself. She really needs to stop. <laughs> um, but those are just my thoughts. Mm. What time are you on? Ten past seven. Ten past seven. Pleasant Spillane. Right. And the show is called? It's called Stop Drawing Willies on my poster. Now, which is I wanted <laughs> to draw a cock you on your one. Are people drawing penises? Well, do you know what? It's actually a bit embarrassing. There's been a bit of a, a fuck up. Uh -huh. And Ooh. I don't know whose fault it is, but basically, I think someone has forgotten to put any posters up. So. Oh, no! no. Yeah. It's all linked to the title of the show. I know. Who's I know. your management? Is it PGB? PBJ. I'm going to get you new management. Yeah. There is a woman that's desperate to take you on. Her name's Sue Pollard. <laughs> and she has. <laughs> so they've not put your posters up. Well, oh. apparently they're coming up later the week. Oh, but for that's God's no sake. You've been on a week, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, no, this is a We did pay for them as well. You know, it's expensive. Well, they yeah. are it expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. I keep seeing my posters, and every time I see it, people can say to me, oh, your posters are everywhere, and I, I should be delighted, but I just go, how much does that fucking cost me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is well, it very expensive? I had no idea. I didn't no. ask. Mm. It's just very yeah. irresponsible. Were you able to get a partial <laughs> refund for the time that they're not there? We'll have to see. Mm. I certainly hope so. When was the year that, um, who was it that was... The, the, the penis stickers and they were everywhere and they were in people's mouths and people going <laughs> around and sticking the it was a cunt in the gang I think it was him and it was a camp they just went around all the posters and <laughs> all the management were going 
absolutely really? <laughs> batshit crazy because it just like they're massive posters and then somebody's just stuck one into yeah, yeah. someone's mouth <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> amused me well yeah. clearly yeah, yeah. It, it's sad though defacing but, that, but that's the thing that that kind of thing still amuses me why did you call it that well, I guess have you had experience of this? Yeah, well, the picture of me is like, it's me like that on the poster. So it's right. like, you could just draw a willy on it quite easy. But also like, because the show is just about being a teenager. And I feel like drawing willies was like 90% of me as a teenager. Yeah, because yeah. there used to be that thing of spunking cocks as well, yes. wasn't there? <laughs> yes. Which was just some kind of carrot-shaped thing and some dashes. I bet if there was a study <laughs> done into, you know, people at school, their jotters or whatever they call mm. them. Every, I think every single jotter would have a spunking cock yes. somewhere. Somewhere on the cover. I remember yeah. having a modern studies folder defiled. <laughs> 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 and it was an old woman. <laughs> oh, it was obscene. And the thing was, they thought it was me. They had done it for attention. And I hadn't, and they sent my mum the folder. <laughs> and I remember coming in, she went, look at this filth. And I went, why didn't touch it? You did, you're a dirty bugger. And sent me to bed. <laughs> That's so funny. We did the best one. You know, normally you just draw the willy. Once we did it on my mate's sort of homework book or whatever, we um, got one of the knives from deep, like, woodwork mm. and we cut it all the way through the 100 pages. So it was like a, a book and it had a, like a hot... Sorry, I sound about 14 right now. I'm still so <laughs> proud of it. We cut yeah. an, a knob in it and then the t- really strict teacher once went to put a bad comment in his book. She picked up the book and just you could just see her annoyed face looking through like a cutout <laughs> of a knob. Outline. Yeah, and she, even she was trying not to laugh. I was so good. I mean, it is one of those things. It is eternally amusing, isn't well, it? It's so it's funny. It is. I tell like you what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a marker today Please. after the vaccine. I'm going to do you, <laughs> and when I see you, I'll do you, and I'll let you know. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah, yeah, but that's the whole point of you being here. Well, that's, yeah, you know, yeah. I would absolutely fucking kill you <laughs> if you put a bog on my poster. I'm so doing it. <laughs> Feel free to come with me, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Can we have a round of applause? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Why Jamie. Why would you be upset? Thanks, man. Thanks, Jim. Um, why would I be upset? Why wouldn't I be upset, Bruce? For God's sake. But you're, you're building my reputation unfairly for, for being a fan of cock. Well, you do like it, but we'll move on. Yes, we'll move on. Right. Shall we have our final guest? Yes, shall we? Shall we? Yes. Yes, welcome. The lovely Lily. Get Where your is arms Lily? up here, Lily Oh, Phillips. come this way, Lily. No one else has. Yeah. Lovely. Don't come over a round of applause. Hey. Oh, Lily, Lily, Lily. Coming in from a different direction. Hello, my darlings. And to think the first words we uttered was, is this a bin? Lily was trying to get rid of her chewing gum. She looked in the bin, she says, is this a bin? I went, it's a bin. And then the lovely tech got a bin line and you spat in that, didn't you? <laughs> yes, and yeah. everyone was turned on. Good, very yeah. turned on, mm. very, very turned on. How are you? I'm good. Are you fatigued? That seemed to be a bit of a sigh. <laughs> I'm loving your watch, it's matching your, your lanyard. So oh my God, you've yes. gone sock to blouse, she's gone watch yeah. nails, lanyard, I'm doing ankles and wrists. We've but my nails it. have gone really disgusting, so I actually don't look at them. I'm glad okay. this is a podcast. Because mm. I got like natural with a little dot in it, because I thought that was cool. Mm. And then the ends of them, because I've been using my hands like we do, yeah. um, mm-hmm. have gone like brown and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Do you know where you should go? Harvey Nichols, because you can get a manicure <gasps> and a glass of champagne for 25 quid. My friend what? bought me that for my birthday. Yeah. It's lovely. It Did is it? 
Yep. You do sit they do in gels? They do gels, they do everything. You sit there. Oh, shellacs, gels. Oh, for 25 quid? Yeah, yeah, that's the most basic one. I mean, yep. you can go... I did oh, look into my... it. Yeah, I'll be yeah. gone after this. What time do we finish? Okay. Well, now, thank yes. you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> Enjoy that manicure. <laughs> now, I was disappointed because I was reading up on you and you were going to do a show about feminism mm-hmm. because obviously no one talks about it enough. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but you've decided to do it about your dog. But you've not brought the dog. No. That lovely dog. I know. This is no place for her, though. What kind oh. of dog do you have? Cocker Spaniel. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's. Oh, um, my daughter has a Cocker Spaniel. Oh, my God. They're the best. Mm-hmm. I think you find Jackadoodles are. That's what I have. But anyway, we'll move on. Well, where's uh, your dog? My dog is with Good her nanny. question, Lily. <laughs> she's with her nanny. having a. She's having a trundle along the promenade in a pram shelter. Mm-hmm. Does she actually have a pram? Yeah, well, she's yes. 16 and a half, so she thinks she can walk for hours, but she uh, can't, just because it takes it. She could, but it would take ages. So now she goes in the pram and it's got one of those things, so it's fabulous. Oh my God, I love those things. I saw a woman with one today trying to get a dog in it, and I was thinking, what if it's not like this really sweet image of her getting her dog in a little mm. pram and she's just stealing dogs? Maybe, but you have to worry about, particularly in the heat, their pads, the pads on the concrete and all that kind of stuff. Because it can burn them. Okay. But your dog's in Wales. She's in Wales, so with the in-laws. no worry about getting burned. And did she I overhear you saying you're staying with your mother-in-law whilst you're here? So sh- no, she is. Oh, My right. dog is in Wales, Wales with, with Thomas's mum. So yeah. yes, so that yeah. suggests you're married. Yeah, but that isn't true. I okay. just say that because it's difficult to be like, oh, my boyfriend's mum. Yeah. Actually, it's not that difficult. I just said it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's quite easy. But, yeah. <laughs> but we've been together like eight years. So right. it kind of feels like a marriage in yes. all the other ways except mm. the actual mm. marriage. Do you think you would do the actual marriage? Um, not really. No, but you've got a dog. What do yeah, you need to we've get got married? a dog. Yeah, that's we've a got commitment. a cat that's, now. In fact, oh. I think that's more of a commitment, a dog, than an yeah. actual marriage. It is, because we do talk about it. Like, if we did break up, we're like, we we will literally fight to the death mm. of who gets the dog. But it will get nasty. the dog always stays with the mother. Does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I speak from experience. But she's yes. a bitch, and they like men better, apparently. Um, well, I'm a hybrid. So I got, because when I split up with my ex, my dog was going off her head, right? And I thought, what is the most sane, rational thing for a homo to do? Got a dog psychologist. So the dog (laughs) psychologist came in. (laughs) I was all hopped up on the Harvey Nichols Prosecco going, she's screaming, I don't understand why mummy's very tired. And she went, even not meeting your ex-partner, I can tell that you're the preferred caregiver. So I don't think it's necessarily to do with gender. I think it's to do with... But the the funny thing is, we always said I was her mum. For whatever reason, I don't know. I think because I knew I would never have children easily because my insides are all wrong. Um, That I was always going to be the dog's mum. So that's why I was saying divorce is the dog stays with the mum. Okay. Or just ask the dog. Well, ask the dog. Oh, my God. It was like... um, there was a psychic pig on Lorraine Kelly that predicted that Boris was going to resign. Oh, that's know, right. Yes, then yes. there was the octopus that was predicting um, the, the Wimbledon championships. And, and then things. there's been other things predicted by asparagus. Yes. You know, like the runes. Because we all live in a very sane world. Well, they said dogs can um, sniff COVID, didn't they? Well, they can also sniff cancer yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I had a situation with that because the dog... Um, when I'd had a shower once and I shower naked, <laughs> sue me. <laughs> and um, the dog came up to me afterwards and she looked at my 
boob and sniffed it <gasps> and then licked my nipple. <gasps> and was there any? And have you well, got breast cancer? Well, that was my. Well, my first thought was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to put her down. Like this is traumatic <laughs> for both of us. No Sexually one should remember this. By a dog. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. But then I remembered that they can yes, smell they cancer, yes, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to go to the doctors, and they'll be like, why? Why do you? Why you, you have <laughs> cancer? Because <laughs> my dog licked my nipple. There was, there was yeah. nothing. No, no, no. It's fine. M- maybe she's just a bisexual. Yeah. Mm. Or just fully. Well, you never know. Fully gay. Yeah. But no, that's, I always get slightly nervous with my cats because cats do that as well. If they smell terminal illness, they won't leave you alone. Um, oh, really? But thankfully, my cats keep the fuck they, away from me. They have a rough tongue, <laughs> don't they? They do have a rough they tongue. They have a rough tongue. Weirdly, my cat does like, when I get out of the bath, she does like to lick my feet, and I let her. Really? I Is that why you have to cream them so yes, much? Because she's licking the skin <laughs> off them. Well, when I <laughs> the was wee, sandpaper tongue. I would have my bath on a Sunday ahead of going to school. I would lie down with my head on a poofy. That's not a euphemism. That's what we call a footstool in Scotland. <laughs> and the cat would lick my hair dry, and I loved it. Oh. Yeah. Jess? My cat licks my earlobe. Oh, low Gives it a good suck, yeah. Now, do you deal with any of these animals touching you in the show? No. No. <laughs> I don't you talk should... about my cat yet because I do this whole bit about my dog, so I just, I'll just do this show about and that. You and you don't then... tell the, your audiences about your dog licking your tit? That's brilliant. No. I tried story. I know, but it's about cancer and people don't like that. No. <laughs> no. They're very touchy. You're yeah. T- you're talking about cancer in the show? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. If I told that story, I would have to say uh, about... That thinking that I had breast cancer. Yes. Yes. And, and then it would be fine if you did, but they get really yeah, pissed exactly. off if you don't They'd have it. Yeah, exactly. They'd love it if at the end I was like, I'm, 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 I'm a survivor. Yeah, yeah. No, right. Yeah, I wouldn't contract it for the sake of the run. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> no. So, also, the show's called Smut, so. Well, and is there smut in it? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I think I've really nailed the branding of it because I'm just getting the right people in my audience. Really? At the Pleasant, sometimes that doesn't work. Um, And I would have got a load of quite uptight people, maybe. Um, Mm. But I'm not. I'm just getting a room full of people that are just totally up for it. A bit slaggy. Yeah, a bit fucking slaggy. That's what I want. What time do you want to be slaggy? 7.25. 7.25. That's quite a slag heap it time, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. That's a nice that's, time. Do you know something? Yeah. That's when a slag's just coming to from yeah. being a slag all day. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, I'll have a horse bath. I'll just, you know, minge, yeah. face, get out, and then see some smut. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I love it. I'm and a- how many festivals have you done? So this is my debut hour. Because uh-huh. um, you are relatively new, aren't you, in terms of Yeah, comedy. I've been going five years. Yeah, so yes, I, in, in, it's like dog years. You're quite, that's baby. You're a yeah, baby in comedy, yeah, really. Yeah, it is baby. It is baby, but I did cabaret before I did stand-up. Oh. So I actually have done The Fringe for quite a few years. What did you do as a cabaret artist? Um, I had a show called The Ruby Darlings. All right. With another, because I trained as a dancer originally, so I did a show with another dancer that I trained with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got together with this pianist and we started writing um, songs about vaginas. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> doing the same thing now, but 
in stand-up form. Okay, um, so still quite Vag-based. Still quite Vag-based, mm. but I'm not singing. Um, we had loads of like costume changes and stuff. It was a lot of effort. Shoes. Cabaret oh. is, because I used to MC a lot of cabaret gigs, and I'm glad that I don't because a lot of the performers smell. Have you done <laughs> compilation shows, you know, where their tights yeah. and their gussets are just honking? Yeah, because yeah. we used to fly on our outfits as well. This so all thing. day, just like sweaty oh, badges. Honking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. We used to be at the Voodoo Rooms. With Julianne Laidlaw. Who's that? The she blonde was, girl yeah. that's the producer there. Oh, no. Uh, Mr. Meredith used to always book us. Okay. Don't know Meredith. Do you Julianne. ever still drop into the writers group when um, we were doing lockdown? Oh, yeah. Daisy Earl set up, I think, more of a, a self-help group or something, really, wasn't <laughs> it? It was just to stop us all going mad. Yeah. Um, set up a writer's group and we used to dip in and out. And I used to love doing it, but then every time I think, oh, I can't be bothered, and then I'd, I'd do it. But um, I don't go on it anymore, do you? Yeah, I in? stopped when, basically when gigs started yeah, again. That I was just, my It thing. was so great for what it was in the yeah. time. Like, it, it did literally keep me sane and you could try out material in front of other comedians. I meet loads of other comedians that yeah. you might not, because obviously it was online, so we were all Around from all country, parts of the UK. Lovely. Yeah. Um, and it was really great. But then as soon as gigs started again, I just was like, I'll just do a gig. Yeah, just do a gig. Do you still find, as women, because I'm only half a woman, I can't speak fully, mm. but mm. do you still find that you're never really on with more than one woman on a bill? Is that still... It's getting... It's, I mean, it's vastly improved. I mean, uh. because it was just never, never, ever. I mean, it was very unusual to have any women on a bill. So if you were on the bill... It was only ever just you. Mm-hmm. Now, I I find it m- more women than men sometimes. So I don't know how you find it. But, I, yeah. but I'm coming from a different generation, so I, f- I see a marked improvement. But that's not necessarily if you're coming into the industry now that you feel that you're represented Yeah, well my enough. standards are different, I yeah. think. Yeah, and I think... I think um, London is really good. Like mm. they have really diverse acts all the time, I feel. Um, and then when I go outside of London, it's a bit less. Mm. Um, but I do, I do think it's much better. And I'm getting there's yeah. loads of female MCs all the time. But I do feel immediately more comfortable. Like because mm. if you are, if you do end up the only woman on the bill, there's not that anything's going on or anything like that but just having another woman there just i just gravitate to her yeah and i want to talk to her about her experience in comedy and get advice from her and i just feel it's interesting because obviously you've you know we continue to have the thing about certain comics whoever they may be being inappropriate toward females saying you know things that would make them feel uncomfortable my only experience of that is because i happen to be gay although i do hide it very well and thank you (laughs) for noticing (laughs) but that and being an mc with a lot of straight guys you're worse than shit on their shoe i remember being at highlight in um, edinburgh many years ago and the guy who shall remain nameless because i refused to publicize him because he's a dick um just looked me up and down and i didn't say hello spoke to everyone else and i thought okay that's fine when I, it was a room full of stags, they loved me, why wouldn't they? Mm. And um, came up and he just kind of, and he came up and went, hi, I'm, and I went, I'm not interested. Mm. And that was for the whole weekend. And he tried to speak to me at the end and I went, seriously, I know that you have children. Imagine an adult speaking to one of your children like yeah. that. And he went, 
oh, I get it. And I thought, you fucking don't. I've just Good called you out on it. Yeah. But that happens a lot. I remember there was a guy, and I will name him because he is a dick, Colin Cole, who is this <laughs> pterodactyl brontosaurus type thing from Australia. And he was like, Strouth, don't watch my act. I'm homophobic. I went, I'm not listening to any of your fucking shite. Just don't run over. Don't care if you're a homophobe. You're disgusting. Yeah. And he was trying to pump people. I mean, he must have been 700 years old. He made Sean Connery look he like was... Kate Moss. And he was trying to fuck people in Nottingham. It was disgusting. Yes, he would always stay behind at those nightclub yeah. gigs and things. And he just really? seems to be like that. Oh, God. And was he emceeing? No, 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 I was. Oh, okay. That's why I wasn't to watch his act, which I wouldn't do anyway. No. I'm largely because I'm not interested. Well, because I was the, the goal em- of somebody to say I'm homophobic. <laughs> and, which well, he was. I, I, I admire the honesty. What were you saying? Oh, no, just the, 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 the role of the MC. I just think it's really important. If someone is not quite, you know, you feel a bit like they're not going to be 100% behind you. Mm. But it can really fuck up your... Oh. I've had MCs go on and be like, like I'm opening the Glee or something, and they'll go on and be like, um, okay, we've got a first act. You know, if, if you you know if you know don't like it, you know, don't, you know, just just laugh. Just laugh. A lo- like, totally oh set God. me up for failure. Wow. And I'm like, mate, I'm opening. Like, I've been yeah. booked to open because I'm not shit. Like, yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. I know where I am. I'll deal with it. But if you do that at the beginning, you've yes, made me have to work be, so yeah. much harder yeah. to get them on my side. Because you're the MC. You're controlling this night. But that's the thing, because you are there as kind of, you know, schoolmaster, social. Yeah worker you know you are there so that you give everyone a chance of shining at their best and I remember it was Jenny Godley who said this to me years ago she went why do you introduce me as a woman? You yes. don't introduce them as yeah, a man. Yeah, and I yeah, never yeah, thought yeah. about it. I never and introduce I never now introduce, I just say right, the next they, act. Yep. Yeah. And funnily enough, with the whole sort of thing around surrounding they, them, I never um, put a gender on who I always say this next act, you know, you're going to yeah. love them. I never say, say what, male or female. Because precisely that, I remember Jonglers years ago, um, I wasn't even introduced to somebody who was like, uh, you know, oh, fuck, it's a woman. But I remember going on at the stand, oh, you're next, uh, the, the, you know, the fabulous Georgia, this next act, you, I love her or something. And I just heard something, oh, let's say, oh, it's a woman. Mm. And you just go, whoa. Yeah. Although I did get introduced last night, welcome to the Stand Comedy Club's Best of Scottish Comedy. Welcome your host for the evening. It's Ms. Bruce Devlin. <laughs> and when I went on, everyone was kind of looking at I was like, oh, fucking hell. Come on, man. It's a joke. Relax. But yeah. no, completely. I would never identify. It's always just the name yeah. and has been for years. Yeah. But I never thought about that before. And obviously, I'm as feminist as the next person. Um, but yeah, it's amazing the way that just some guys can be so arrogant to think, you know, try. It was like what you were saying about and who was on that we're going on about practice round of applause. Oh, and God. you have to remind the audience to clap or whatever. You know, the, the evening has to find its rhythm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, people don't need to be reminded. They don't need to know folks' gender or all this kind of and stuff. And don't treat to audiences like toddlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah they know they've come they're to a comedy night. Up, yeah. They've booked a ticket. Yeah. They're sat there. And you're they right, know what it is. You're booked for a reason because you can do your job because you're funny. So yeah. it's a bit like to the MC. You know, don't worry, love. Just get me yeah, on. I'll just, show you what I can do. Just say my name and I'll yeah. do it. Like, yeah. absolutely. But yes, it is that patronising. Oh, and if you don't laugh, well, why wouldn't you laugh? You've come to a comedy club. That's our job is yeah, to make you laugh. Yeah, you've just set so their brains yeah. into that negative headspace that they're probably already going to have as soon as they see you because you're a woman. Um, and then, oh, you know, obviously you get that from audience members afterwards who were like, oh, I don't normally yeah. like women. And yeah. oh, do you know I what didn't I get realize as an that MC. that would happen so much. Oh my God, all, all I get is, have you thought about giving it a go yourself? I think you'd be yes, really good. MC, yeah, that's... Yeah. 
So it's nice. <laughs> it is nice. because they're trying to help. They're trying to help. Or they go, do you want this joke? <laughs> I'll have to charge you. I'm like, I'm not buying anything. Yeah. And fuck off. <laughs> or, do you know you Kevin use, Bridges? I'm like, can, no, actually. Yeah, he like bummed me. Can, I hate him. You can use this in your little skit. Oh, <laughs> oh my god oh my god someone has booked tickets for this i've booked tickets for your show little daytime show i went cancel them please cancel yeah them. they don't oh, realize oh, it's a job oh, i don't know no. i was i was at a gig once and it was in it was on the jubilee weekend and i was i was making a joke about it and then this woman shouted out and she was like yeah well some of us had to work in the jubilee weekend and it oh. was the jubilee weekend and i was on what stage working, working and she was watching me <laughs> and none of it clicked in no. her brain i was like yeah. it's shocking, oh, that's it? shocking. yeah because people don't see this as it was. Um, there was I was on with a very bitter Scottish comic who won't listen to this, and uh, he went. So how how's life with you? I went. Yeah, fine. What are you doing out with comedy? And I went. Nothing. I'm not like you. I don't have a full time job. And he hated that. And I thought, don't bring me down. You know, don't attack me. And I'm sorry, you've had to go back to work, but then maybe you shouldn't have had four children. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't see. Well, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's amazing the way that people think they can just speak to you like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, just be audience, nice. That's what I'll say thing. to any new comic. Just difficult. be nice. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> but, you know, be polite. And also, can I just say, be funny. Like, you have to. Yes. I'm really tired of hearing But they work in an art centre. They're not working tonight. I never want to see them again. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing. I think it is Kevin Bridges that says that. If you're not funny, you're fucked. Yes. As a comedian. Yeah, which is really true. <laughs> because you can't skip the stages. I no, think some people think no that they can't. Yeah, there isn't. And you'll you'll see it now. I've because I've just started really going around the UK and I hadn't really before. I'd been quite London centric. Mm. And I've just it's been a baptism of fire. Oh, yeah. it, but it's been so good. I've improved yeah. more in the last six months of doing that than the last four yeah. years that I've done comedy. Yeah. So I Well I think a lot I mean I love gigging in London but it is very much it's a bit it's kinda of its own microcosm if you like. Yeah. And yeah, I think you do learn much more from being out on the road and definitely but I remember clubs doing and a gig in London and this woman was really off her head and I could tell that she didn't like me and that's fine and I know I sound Scottish and I'm not a problem with that but I think I'm a decipherable Scot. I think you can understand what I'm saying. And she came up to me, Oh Jock I couldn't understand a fucking word. And I went, you're a racist whore. Yeah. And she looked, I went, did you understand that? <laughs> Toodles. Because <laughs> I thought, well, why? <laughs> and she did understand yeah. that. She got that coming through. Yeah, loud double whammy, racist and whore. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I think that's a lovely way to end the podcast. Racist whore. <laughs> um, remind us again, Lily, where, we where can you see are. your smut. Um, 7.25... Pleasance Courtyard Bunker One. The room's really hot, but I did get a fan, and I do encourage people to squat over it. And it is a lovely oh, nice. room. I like Bunker It's a lovely room, comfortable seats. Yeah, be no careful. This guy came in the other day and was like, "Oh my God, the seats have backs." Yeah. I was like, "Great." If you are a lady and you're squatting over the fan, you don't want a clitorectomy. So if you are well endowed in that area, ladies, <laughs> just watch. Or labia, lady. Just watch. You what? don't want to trim the old labia. Oh my God, no! Can you There's imagine? There's a lot of this chat in the in the show. Oh. You know, I'm tempted. You'll love <laughs> Sounds it. Sounds like my You'll bag. <laughs> I can move around and pause for wonderful Lily. Thank you, Lily. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Well, Jojo, that's us for another day. Oh, it is. I'll see you mañana, mañana. Mañana, mañana, darling. Toodles and Godspeed. Mwah.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.